0: Welcome to Georgie's Global Village. Today, on International Women's Day, I am honored to speak to Dr. Faji Maina, who is an earth scientist working at the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, aka NASA. She describes her journey from Niger in West Africa to Washington, D.C. Enjoy. I read about you on the BBC, and I thought I need to talk to you and, and see how, you know, your your parcours in life, you know, how you ended up here. So, I'm very excited to have you. Thank you for joining. Um, would you like to introduce yourself, please?
1: Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm very excited to be here today and to talk about my journey from Niger to NASA. So, my name is uh, Fajmeina. As I said, I'm from Niger. I grew up in Zender. Zender is uh, the second town in in Niger. In It was like the first capital of Niger, also back in the days before that capital. Uh, transferred to Miami so I did my high my school there until high school after high school I left there to go to Morocco to have my bachelor in earth sciences and then I went to France for my PhD and master and then I worked in like many other countries before to landed at NASA so there I'm an earth scientist at NASA.
0: Amazing Like from Zendaya. I've been to Zendaya. It's a thousand kilometers from (laughs) Niamey.
1: It's a beautiful
0: city and, um, you know, very uh, traditional still, you know, culturally. I really enjoyed it. learning a lot from, from the yeah, people in there, the
1: architecture in Zender is very beautiful. I like it. And yeah, the one thing in Zander is just, as you say, it's like 1,000 kilometers away from the capital. So it means that it's like 1,000 away from the international airport in Niger. So yeah. to go to Nigeria, you need to go to Niamey International Airport and then to drive one
0: thousand kilometers down to them there. Exactly, it's far, <laughs> but worth yeah, it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So, can you please explain before we go into your childhood and how you got into science? Um, try in like simple terms, because I read about what you do, and I have to tell you the truth, I'm not a science. I don't have background. So for me, I was <laughs> just trying to wrap my head around exactly what it means so if you can help people like me understand what it is you do in as simple terms as you can (laughs) so i am
1: a hydrologist meaning that i study water basically with the water cycle that we know we have rainfall and then one is going to reach the river and then we have this groundwater and then water is going back to the atmosphere by evapotranspiration or evaporation Mm -hmm. so we are studying this cycle I'm um, interested basically in how this water cycle and how water resources, like how rivers, are going to change in response to climate change. And when we talk about climate change today, I think that everyone is aware of climate change. The temperature is going to increase. So to really capture like how water is changing from day to day, we use satellite data from NASA. NASA, as we know, is like space agency with many satellites. In the yeah. space, measuring everything that's happening basically on Earth that will help us to understand the Earth and its systems, including mm-hmm. wire. And then to be able to incorporate it, we use basically also high com- performance computing, which is like supercomputer. Basically, to be able to do like one calculation, we need like 100 c- computers to do it. Whoa. So basically, because we are not going to use like 100 computers, we have this big computer which can could include like 100 computers. So what we are doing is like basically, if you have like one day, you wake up in the morning and then you have a rain, like what's happening today in DC, I woke up and it was, it was raining. So we are going to see how much rain we have, how much water we have. And then we are going to see where the water goes. Is it like the water coming from the rain go to the river, how this changed. And we did this comp- these uh, uh, simulations using both satellite data and these big and massive computers that I talked about.
0: Yeah. Do they have a name, these massive computers? So they are
1: like, a um, NASA has NASA Center for Climate Simulation, which is like NCCS, it's another computer. So they have names, but basically it's name just, it, it's not like the normal computer that we are using. It's, mm-hmm. It can be Mac and stuff, but each computer has its own name.
0: Okay. Yeah interesting okay now i know you're dealing with water and how it's you know the way it works and transforms and changes and over exactly. time into climate change okay very exactly
1: interesting. because we need, we need to know like how water is changing in this world as we know in many mm-hmm. countries around the world there is a huge water problem it can be either like um, Pollution, you can have water, but you are not able to use it because it's highly polluted. Or some in some countries around the world, you don't even have water, so it's water scarcity problem. So, and this is just like the beginning of what is what's going to happen, like by the end of the century. And I I need people to think about like even if we are talking, okay, by the end of the century, we'll have a lot of water problems, but. People can say I'm not going to be there, but it's our children and grandchildren are going to be there. So we need to leave them this earth that is beautiful and plenty, plenty with, with a lot of water,
0: basically. Totally, and we need water to survive, obviously. So. Exactly, Important. exactly. Yeah, we need water, water is water life. To yeah, exactly. Okay, so I I will let's go into it later about what you, what you hope to achieve through your work. But can you tell me a little bit about, you know, your childhood? Like, were you always into science? Who were your role models? You know, how did you get into this? And, you know, how did people react to you? You a girl from Zander in, interested in science, you know?
1: Yeah. So the thing is, like, growing up in Niger or going even, like, in Vendel science was not a thing when I was growing up. So basically, we really don't know, like, what's going... I didn't even know, like, what science. For sure, like, at school, we used to do some mathematics, physics, and, like, chemistry. But all these were just, like, theory. We do not have any, like, labs and stuff. But mm. um, as I said, like, I talk about water scarcity, I... So as I said, I grew up in Zander, and Zender is a town in Niger that is well known for water scarcity and water problems. We know that like in Zender basically six months over like twelve month of the year, people are going to struggle to have a packet of water. And in the city, like it's well known that when you are like walking around the city at like two PM or three PM, you can see girls like sometimes begging for water. And like going around to find the water to be able to cook and do other things. So as a child, I was Mm. like saying to myself, I really want to understand this problem and to see like what's going on and what can we do to improve that? Because that was a big problem in our society. And also as a child, I was like very curious. I just just like asking questions why this is that <laughs> and why is that to all my aunties and elders so that's why I think that I got interested in this kind of poem. but I didn't know really that there is something that called science or even called like PhD that I think I can do yeah so what I did like after my high school I just go to like say health sciences I was like okay health sciences I know someone like explained to me that in earth sciences, you can do hydrology, water science. I was like, okay, yeah, let's start by that. Because mm-hmm. that's basically the only information I could have by the time.
0: Who was I that? Think- who informed you about that?
1: It was a professor that because okay. I, I didn't really know like when I finished high school like what was like all these possibilities and stuff. I thought that there is something that like called the water science that you can yeah. do directly. But then I realized that no, you have to start by something like earth sciences, start to understand like the earth and then you can go like you can dive into the water science mm. anything. So that was like, today is something that I really want to change. I think that it starts to change in our country. People are more and more aware about this kind of like, job that you can do, you can become a scientist and stuff. I haven't like, in my mind, I didn't know like, if I haven't met, for sure I haven't met like, women scientists from Zander or like, in my environment, but Today, I really want to see something that I really want to change because we need to have like more women to be on the table, to sit at the table, to think about all these problems and to solve them because we really need
0: them yeah absolutely and and I mean you are one you are you are that role model, so I'm happy you are there <laughs> to talk about it and also because water affects women and girls more exactly. because like you said, you know they're the ones who have to go fetch the water, they're the ones using the water to cook to clean to exactly. you know wash et cetera so yeah,
1: so yeah, today, if you think about this water problem in Z it mostly affects um women because and mm. girls especially because like if in and households like basically parents will ask the girl to go to look for water, and then the boys going to school so if you can bring to like water to all these people, the girl will have the opportunity to go to also to school and to have an education okay. so and also thinking about climate change also the way that climate change is going to affect us today, I think that girls are going to... Um, more vulnerable to climate change than boys and we need to change it that's we need basically to have a nickel world where all boys and girls can really do what they want to do and achieve what they want really
0: want to achieve preach yes i i totally agree <laughs> and and that's what i would love for this world to be as well because i yeah. have two girls and i really want them to grow in a world grow up in a world where they they can yeah, believe exactly. that they can do what they want we, yeah. need,
1: we need to to, mm-hmm. to to have like a better world for our children and also one things that i think like what like really push me to do this kind of action and to inspire girls and push them i feel like um someone has to speak up to be for me to be able to be today and as a scientist you know people have to fight but for our for our rights women were not allowed to vote back in the days today i'm totally free to do it but still i can see that there are still some problems and in my Mm. turn i need to do something also for the next generation because i take advantage for
0: what other people have done in the past Yeah. So did you, did your family encourage you? Like, did you have water problems growing up? Is that why you're interested? And did you have your family encouraging you and pushing you to, you know, further your education? Yeah. Because that's important. Mm -hmm.
1: So my parents, I tell you, my father never went to school, but my mom did. My mom went to school, but my parents really understood like really at the very beginning that they need to change like the narrative of girls and they need really to push us to go to school. I remember that my dad would just like say that you, know, you need to go to school and you need to be the couple in your class if you have, if you are the top now you become the top of your class. I'm going to ha- you have a gift, like a special gift for you. So we have yeah. this kind of insensitives in yeah. our family that really pushed us to work very hard and it's a difficult place to do. That was I'm lucky to have it because I know that it's not like the same everywhere in all families in Niger yes. or in the desert also that we think we should talk about and we should change, change it. For the yeah. water problems, like um personally I didn't have uh water problems because we we used to have like a well in our house, so water was mm-hmm. like great for me. And also my parents used to like allow people from outside to come and to pick water from mm-hmm. from that. But that was like their way of contributing like to solving the problem. But my own way was like I need to understand this problem, you know. It's like pushing the problem like turn to see what can i do if i understand this maybe we can have like a global solution not something that is very local and we can think about like the future
0: That's amazing. I'm so like your little brilliant mind at that age, (laughs) thinking (laughs) about these things is just amazing. Because we need to have something like
1: a sustainable solution, you know? Like, what can we do? Yeah, today I can just like do charity, but charity might not be like a sustainable solution that we are looking for.
0: Yeah, I agree. And thank you to your dad for believing in girls' education, you know? That's also very important. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's great. That's interesting. So did you, um, you know, like, how did you end up at NASA in the end, you know, with, with your whole parcours? How <laughs> did you get there?
1: <laughs> so I did my bachelor in Marocco, like, of sciences. And after my bachelor, I was looking for scholarships. Like to go, and also one thing is like I my parents didn't pay for like university fees or tuition fee I was like mm. a, all my studies were funded by scholarships wow yeah amazing yeah <laughs> so after Moloka I was looking for scholarship and I found a scholarship from the uh, French government given to Tunisian so I apply and then I applied this scholarship and then I got it. I went to France for my master and PhD. And when finishing my PhD back in France, I was really like, you know, I need to go and see what's happening around the world. I was very passionate about like traveling and see like different cultures and yeah. what people are doing around the world because it's really like a very good experience. And you need to, you kind of like learn to see the world in a different way and Absolutely. so that's how I was like I was looking for something then I started for, with Italy after my PhD in France I moved to Italy to do one year of postdoc there mm. so I studied also water resources in Italy and then when I was in Italy like after six months in Italy I was like I need to go to another country because idea is to travel and to see what's happening around the world yes. so then I started thinking about the United States I applied mm. for this position in Berkeley, California, in the United States, and I got the mm. position so I moved to the US. And really moving mm. to the US was very good for me because later on in um in one year ago, twenty nineteen, I got um I was on included in the Forbes list of thirty under thirty, which means that thirty scientists <laughs> <30, laughs> so under thirty that are like promising times at under 30 which was great i think that was like the thing that opened all my like opportunities for me because when okay. you got into fops you know some everyone is looking for you yes. everyone is watching for you everyone is like expecting you to do something for science and then also i got um recognition by the mit as a rising star in civil and environmental wow. engineering so all these kind of recognitions allow me to be like got into NASA because I have like I did the research that they do the, the very good mm-hmm. research and I have like a recognition for that and so and I was interested in NASA also because NASA basically is looking in the entire yeah. earth it's not yeah for sure it's like US uh, space agency but mm-hmm. basically the satellite is measuring everything that's happening around the world in the earth so at nasa you can really get to know like what's happening like in asia i'm currently looking at asia for example and like what's happening in africa what's happening in the united states i was very interested in that and they have like the latest satellite for sure like high-end satellites Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. supercomputers so it's very exciting for me and because i had the I I had the recognition and stuff, so it's kind of like at this point, at that point, was like easy for me to got into NASA.
0: So did you apply? There was a job there, and you applied. Yeah, exactly.
1: There was a job opening, and then I applied Mm -hmm. for this job, and then I got like I I went to interviews. I don't remember maybe two or three interviews, and then by the end they called me to say that I I got a position
0: amazing mm-hmm. and you get to travel even though you're in dc uh, working at nasa you get to travel the world through the satellites. <laughs> yeah <still>. exactly <laughs> so what, which is fantastic
1: because you know as i said like understanding what's happening around the world is very important because I can yeah. when I worked in California I worked like on water resources in California and kind of see like some kind of similarities between California and my hometowns and that I was like that this is wow. interesting you know different places around the whole uh, around the world basically can have like the same kind of behaviors or like say mm. yeah some similarities and you can really go to like going back to like I love traveling and seeing different kind of cultures, like even like working with different countries or like seeing what's happening around the world, you can see that also the same problem can be addressed like differently according to like the position, like or the country yeah. and their culture and how they think, which is very good and very interesting.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. What did you write your PhD in? I mean, just generally. So um, my about? PhD,
1: yeah. I really tackle like the equation. It was all about like mathematical modeling, like seeing how can we really write an equation that will allow us to see how water is flowing or traveling in the soil. Basically. In, in, the, soil. in the soil. Okay, Exactly. Yeah. That's what I did during okay. my PhD. It was really like a fundamental research that I did. Yeah. And then we applied. And what is that?
0: Yeah. What? Yeah. How did that help? Like, what results did you so get? So the point from that? is,
1: we really want, like, if you go to in your garden, just to give you an idea, you try to like pour water in your garden, then the water is going to enter in the soil. So what we did, mm-hmm. like, is to find the equation, like, to write to solve the equation that will allow us to say that your water is going to, like, flow that way or travel that way, the trajectory of your water in the soil. And then we mm. need to have this, like to be as accurate as possible because you know the soil is not something that we can see it's just like below our feet we don't know what's happening yeah. there so we kind of like to like think about how this water is going to see we are not seeing it and so yeah. there are a lot of assumptions there and but we really don't want it to be accurate in this kind of of stuff so that's why we, we and, came up with mm-hmm. something that is, is was very really accurate and then we applied it in one of the sites of the Atomic Energy Council in France, which is called CERA in Cadarache yeah. and was really successful.
0: Wow. Yeah, and then I thesis
1: this quote. It was like, deemed exceptional by the jury and i got like the prize for the best phd thesis in science and engineering
0: wow uh, congratulations thank you so you so you were able to figure out that equation yeah
1: yeah yeah, we Mm were able to find out that equation and how to solve it
0: Okay, and then so do you look at after it goes in the soil where the water travels? Exactly, important. Yeah,
1: exactly. Mm -hmm. Traveling to the river, so we can come up with like all this kind of framework that will allow us to see how the water is going to move and accurately, because there are a lot of like kind of other kind of approaches to do it, but we kind of provide like a more accurate solution
0: okay and then what is the purpose of knowing all this the purpose is what like you want to when yeah. i was
1: working in france it's like uh, my thesis was funding prices atomic energy councils so if you have like think about like pollution like a water is coming to and there is like kind of heavy metals or like polluted water entering the mm-hmm. soil so we really need to see how this water is going to to flow, like, the trajectory of the water, or to think about, like, remediation or how can we stop it?
0: Okay. That's amazing. So I'm talking to, like, a genius (laughs) right now. I'm like, this is amazing.
1: The one thing, like, also, I feel like we need to say to people that um, you know, people on the stage think that we cannot, I cannot do it because he is I'm a normal person from Zander, so I think mean that <laughs> girls, have, girls have to know that I'm just a no- normal girl from Zander, and totally normal, so
0: they too can do
1: it at the point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to be extremely intelligent and, like, very interested in these things. Like, I'm not at all a mathematician, you know, <laughs> so, like, learning all these things and equations is, oh, that's, uh, you know, thank god we have people like you who do that you know (laughs) but um what challenges did you overcome to get to where you are now a lot of challenges (laughs) (laughs) yes so i'd like to hear about those
1: back back to my childhood we talked about like even not knowing like what what can we do after high school that was a big problem because now if i think about my colleagues in the u.s like they just graduated from high school and they Typically, no, they have, like, someone talking to them about, like, all these opportunities.
0: Careers, I yeah. I didn't
1: have it, so I need to figure it out mm-hmm. myself. And also yeah. traveling around, like, countries as woman, as a black woman, that was very challenging. You know, you have to deal with mm-hmm. all these kind of societal problems that you can have and also people not being able to see, like, your potential and what you can do. That was, like, a big part of my my journey i have to work a lot i have to show to people that i can do it because like by definition Mm. like when people like see you they feel like okay she's not going to do it like she's not able to do it but you need to show them it so you need to have additional work it's not like someone who like people can see ah, you can do it i just have to do like a little step for me sort of like big step that you need to make to be able to convince people that actually I'm ready to do it. I can do it. So those are like, and then it's also like for life also, because traveling around uh, countries and across for too many countries and towns and people, Some, as I said, they're not used to see like black women and stuff. You have to deal with yeah. these challenges. But at the, at the end of the day, if you know why you are doing it, that's something that will mm. keep you. Like you will say that I know why I'm here so i'm ready yeah exactly and i want to do it like to clear the path not for myself i want to clear the path for all the girls that are going to come next so sometimes like i just think about i just like forget about myself because sometimes it can be really challenging you know you have to deal with all these kind of people who do not trust you. So unfortunate! But then yes. I feel like yeah, I have to do it because I need to clear I, said, I need to clear the path for the other girls. It's not only about my me, it's like about every girl that is going to like be interested in science and want
0: to take exactly yeah. that path. That's so important and I'm so happy to hear that you are thinking like that, you know, first of all you're a woman, so in yeah. science. And so that's like, uh, what do you know about science? Mm-hmm. You're a woman. A, B, you're black. C, you're yeah, African. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and then West African Francophone. Yeah. Know? Oh my God. So, you know. Some uh, country
1: people like um, I used to be like the youngest in my class because I skipped too great. Oh, wow. So, like every time, like you add all these things, it just becomes complicated. But at some point, you just need
0: so many hurdles yeah you just yeah.
1: need to think about and that's also what i want to say to women today you know that the the, yeah. the path can be very it's, it's hard you know that it's hard it's but true. just people have to stop thinking about themselves and say that the society needs them all these girls totally need we
0: need yeah. yeah and now look you, i mean you got the the most prestigious award you know you got celebrated and um, you know, you're working for NASA. So, I mean, people take you seriously exactly, now, exactly. right? I mean, when you yeah, talk Yeah, <laughs> that's,
1: that's so funny because today people can take you seriously. Even like if you send email and then at the end of the email, it's like, you know, F scientist NASA, people will take you seriously. Yeah. Sometimes I just laugh because I know like what I've been to. Yeah.
0: Really. And
1: I think that also one of the rewards is like when I'm, we see it all these. E- these text and messages from Nigerian girls saying that yeah now we know that we can do it or like now like ten oh, years old great. or like nine years old saying that I want to do science. I'm like, wow, this is
0: <laughs> wow. I just got good <laughs> that, that's amazing. That's what you do exactly. it for also, you know, you don't know like the the effect you have with the the, the fight you're doing for you, but it's also for other girls and women who want exactly. to do the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you face challenges now as a woman, African woman, working for as NASA? Now I'm
1: I'm totally fine. I think everyone is can is nice. They are very nice. They are extremely helpful. So now I, at NASA, yeah. I'm, I'm I think that I have like the good um, the job or something like good environment to do it. I yeah. don't think about like I'm African. I'm black. I have to. I cannot do it. So yeah. that's good because. Everyone like now starts thinking differently, I think, in all environments. they know that you are here because you can
0: do it also uh, yeah, yeah, and are there same people who are you know skeptical about you and saying you can't do it, or what are you thinking? Are they the ones now cheering you on or how are <laughs> I they like lost, you
1: like from, like I don't have like um, contact with all these people now. <laughs> but good the good is, yeah. bye-bye <laughs> the I'm pretty sure, like these people today can see what i'm here what, where i am so <laughs> yes
0: yes did anyone try to stop you from wanting to achieve your dreams
1: uh i think one thing that i realized is like sometimes people can think that it's not like the way because if i think about like let's say just an example like someone a professor that is, like, back in Morocco or something like that, like, that mm-hmm. professor cannot see as far as, like, what what is in his mind, you know, or it's in their mind. Yeah. So sometimes they can just say that you can be as good and you can achieve this, but that this yes. is in the professor's mind, which is, yes. like, just in the environment they can see that this is that. So I think that... It yeah, there's a, a limit, limit. But yeah. that limit is actually yeah. very flexible, right? Depending on where mm-hmm. you are, you can see that, Yeah, for example, if you come to the US, I mean, I never thought that I would be on day on Forbes, and my professor couldn't have told yeah. me that I can be in... Because Forbes was no. not, like, in in their in their minds. It's something that's no. outside. So we you really need to push that boundary. And then when sometimes people give you advice saying that we can do this, just say that the person is telling you what is in their mind, what's their, their yeah, reality. their
0: reality. Yeah. It's not your okay. own reality yeah.
1: and you can achieve more.
0: Yeah. You exactly. had a different vision for yourself. You can, have, yourself. A, you can mm-hmm. have a
1: different vision. And I, I really want to That's say amazing. to people like don't say that you can do it by saying you can say it like to a girl or like to a student. You can achieve more. You can you can do like great things. Just think like just don't set limits and just don't set like nominal limits. Like saying that this is where you where you have to be. Okay. No, the world is so yeah. vast, so there are a lot of opportunities out there. <laughs> just like go and chase them.
0: Yeah. So how have people reacted to you being the first Nigerian to work at? NASA? Um,
1: it was like. It went viral in my country like <laughs> I was not <laughs> the pride, national pride like that I <laughs> really didn't like I know that I wasn't going to work for NASA like since April or March but I was like okay I'm going to NASA you know at some point mm. even if you know that it was hard but you were I was already in the environment I was in Berkeley and this kind so I didn't think that was yeah. a big a big thing yeah, a big deal because yeah. I, I, already, I was already like in the environment, but then when I tweeted that this is my first day at NASA, that tweet went really violent in Everyone was basically talking about it, TV, radios, and all these things. I was like, "Wow!" That's yeah. when I realized that that was a big thing. That when I realized, I started to, <laughs> started <laughs> to talk to like ten years old me, and I was like, "Yeah, the ten years old me can be like, wow, <laughs> that's." That's a lot. And then the president called me yeah. to congratulate me, which is very fantastic. I didn't know that the president of Nigeria wow. was going to call me. But yeah, I received a call for um, the president congratulating me. And then I went in all media, international that's media, great. BBC, LFP, and all these yeah. kind of media. And then I started like, talking also about it because, as I said, and then I, that's when I realized, you know, you need to talk about it. Because you need to inspire other girls. But maybe for you, it can be like, yeah, I was in the environment, I'm there at NASA. And I have my own visions, like this is not like the end of my career. It's just like the beginning of my career. No, <laughs>
0: so that's the beginning, but, yeah, yes. But for yes. some
1: people, if you think about all these people, all these young girls, or even like young boys, it's a big deal for them. So we need to, to go to talk about it and to talk about my journey in order to say to people, this is possible
0: amazing and what do you love the most about your job
1: i love the most it's like i'm working on something that's going to affect the lives of many people around the world water is like a big thing so being able to be part of like the team that is thinking about the future of water and like how are we going to tackle climate change is a big thing for me yeah
0: yeah it's so important yeah do you have a nice yeah, team that you're working a with
1: nice team. everyone's so helpful everyone is mm-hmm. like in, like the team also what I love is like people everyone is very eager to do what they want to do like people are yeah. push, pushing you to work hard to do it everyone is working hard everyone is passionate about their work so yeah that's very really good and we are working also like everyone Definitely. is thinking about that future like what are we going to do you know that climate change is happening we know we have mm. all these problems around the world so we have to think about solutions yeah
0: yeah so what platform i mean i'm using your platform your voice your position to you know raise awareness and Mm -hmm. hopefully make some changes um so what message do you have for girls who love science or who have never even heard the word but are interested in what you would call science today like the girl what would you tell your 10 year old self in zender today
1: I will say to them, believe in your dreams and then just go to explore the world because the world is for you. Like, don't, say, don't sit in your own corner and say that this is like my own world. The world is so fast. Go to conquer the world and believe in your dreams.
0: Um, you know, what initiatives, you know, are you supporting or can we support to help girls uh, become scientists like yourself? What's important?
1: So, um, it's initial, I think that we need to have to do a lot of outreach. Scientists going out to talk about the that work and what they are doing because we know, as scientists, we have also this problem in science itself, even like in the United States. Scientists are just like in their like, labs working, and like, <laughs> <laughs> the normal people don't know what's going on. So, I think that we need to bridge that gap and say to people, you know, we are thinking about your own problems. I mean, today, COVID, like kind of like st- with covid we start to think differently because now people are listening to scientists and scientists yes. are out to talk about <laughs> we need to do it more and we need to like kind of like do it, it outreach not talking about you know our equation blah blah blah, blah. This, this is a lot yeah different. that we
0: don't understand just exactly. the <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah
1: and i think that we need to push girls. we need more scholarships for girls you know in all these kind of things that are going yeah. to push girls to um to pursue like education, higher education, or like career in science, and yeah. we need, like would all more than please go out and talk about your journey, inspire girls because we need you.
0: Yeah, are you are you many girls working at NASA or in your field even?
1: Uh, we are not that. I don't know like how many women are at NASA are, are working basically at NASA as a, scient- a scientist. Yeah. I don't know, but for sure, like science sciences. And geosciences has a lot of, like, gender balance issues.
0: Yes. When you were doing your PhD, were you one of the only women doing it? or? Yeah, when I was doing time? my
1: PhD, actually, all the senior scientists, all the professors and assistant professors were men. But wow. for some reason, I didn't see myself. Maybe because I was so, so like, focused in my in my. Yes. In my my job and one thing is like, I was like, already like, you know, from Niger and women and like the youngest, <laughs> I used to be like an environment that no one looks like me, but we need to change it for sure. I don't want people like, I, I have experienced like sometimes I was like very lonely because you know, you are just the only one doing it and like who yeah. that way. So I would love to have like a better environment for my sister and daughters.
0: Yeah, so you didn't have really a role model to look up to no. that inspired you. Yeah, no. you did it on your own.
1: Someone who looks like me you now. Today, I kind of like start to connect with other scientists from other African countries, which is like very good because we kind of like see, like, they have like similar journeys, they have had similar uh, problems. So, talking about even like we need to think about Africa globally, you know, not talking Asia. We need to think to go to see what's happening. Yeah around which is very good
0: yeah i think it would be great if you guys can just create an initiative that you know go on instagram talk about it let us follow you you
1: exactly. know <laughs> inspire us right like now i'm just using like other platforms like like kind of like organizations working for like girls education and all stuff but yeah that's yeah. something that is also like in my wish list <laughs> yeah. to do something for girls and women in general
0: yeah That's and i think it's important what you said about the scholarships because it gives them an opportunity exactly. to learn yeah yeah,
1: yeah. i think that and they can't afford it. think about mm-hmm. scholarship why not saying that like we are going to give fifty, sixty 60 percent of the scholarship to women because like but in the days like 100 percent were like scholarship for boys Yeah. then we need to change completely and say that we need all these women to come it's not because they are not they say, there they're, they're yeah up. They can totally do it without that. Yes. Yeah,
0: and you're living proof of that, you know. So, <laughs> so listen, whoever's listening and has power to give scholarships, please do. You yeah. know, there are yeah. smart female scientists out there, exactly. as you can see. That's amazing. And what what else would you like to share? Any final words? Um that you'd like to share, Maybe like that to one say to,
1: to people like oh to, again believe in your dream and sometimes like I love this quote when life's, when life gives you lemon, make lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> because true. like you it. are not you are not going to start like you are not going to be in the right environment at the right time. Sometimes you will be far away from that environment, but you can make your way
0: yeah like you did fighting, you didn't get there like, Oh, I just woke up one day, and yeah, uh, exactly, yeah, just- you fought for it, you believed in your passion, and whoever was saying, no, don't listen to them, and you just kept going, and you had that vision for yourself, exactly, <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad that you continued and didn't get you know disheartened by by others it's always difficult you know when you want to achieve something and then people are there saying no what are you thinking it's too much it's too high it's too big you know it's because they don't believe it themselves exactly
1: exactly you will hear a lot of these things just like focus on what you want to do and know what you want to do this is your passion and then go for it and then do it yeah yeah
0: Work. Oh my god, that's so amazing. I'm so happy. Thank you so oh, much. thank you so sharing.
1: much for inviting me
0: <laughs> and for you know sharing your story and your journey. And it's so inspiring. And now I'm even more in awe, like knowing all these things about you and you know, all these achievements and recognitions you've had. And I'm just so honored to oh, speak to you. you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's very you good. <laughs> <laughs> so um thank you so much.